Welcome back to Today We Decide About Tomorrow podcast episode 22. Whose team are you on? It's crazy that you even have to ask that question, right? I read a statement the other day and it said that people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their future. It's spoken by F.M. Alexander. I love this so much that I had to give y'all a get while I'm giving it out for free moment. So be not fooled. Habits give your name a summary. Daily habits tell on you. Yo, let's get busy. So listen, most of the time, it, it's kind of simple to see how... <clears throat> We undermine something as simple as habits, right? I, I did a whole podcast episode about it, but our habits have a way of dictating and characterizing and summarizing who we are as individuals, right? Be not fooled. Habits give your name a summary. When people see me, they typically say, yo, Ken, the Hooper. Cause I got a habit of always spending all of my free time hooping. That was what I did all of my <clears throat> my younger years. And then I got older and I started writing more. I started rapping and singing and all of these different things. So now my habits, like remember the statement that I said that people uh, greet you based on their last encounter. Same thing. Those two coincide. Now they're 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 able to label me based on what I do so when you see somebody who's always lying to you you know habitually lying to you meaning they they do it consciously and unconsciously you know they they, they lie so much that you just call them a liar <laughs> they have a habit of always lying man this dude is always late to work it's it's something that they do all the time and so what what tends to happen is now your habits have decided your destiny what do you mean by that that, what? Un unpack that for me. Well, we struggle at being self-aware, right? And because we struggle at being self-aware, we're not taking self-inventory on where we are currently in this realm of life, right? And because we struggle at being self-aware, we struggle at taking self-inventory, all in all, that makes us self-oppositions. It's an odd position to be an opposition. What? I said... It's an odd position to be an odd position, meaning you got to get out of your own way. You have to get out of your own way. You're not taking self inventory on yourself to be realistic with yourself, to set realistic expectations for yourself. And because you're unable to do it, you often wonder why you're unable to thrive. Let's be honest. Self opposition. Whose team are you really on? Right. And a lot of times we tend to self-sabotage So self-sabotage occurs when we destroy ourselves physically, mentally or emotionally or deliberately hinder our own success or and well-being by undermining personal goals and values. Brenner said in, in 2019, I was reading an article on I think it's very well And they were talking about how it's it's super simple for us to, to self-sabotage and a lot of it comes from our 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 attachments or our well it goes even further than that it, it speaks on our upbringing a lot of the times we self-sabotage because of how we were brought up 
the the relationship we had growing up with our parents and our caregivers you know there's there's this there's a dynamic and there's a chart that speaks on their their secure attachment which, which talks about how let's just say how kids greet their parents with positive emotions like you see dad and you run and you hug them the 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 ambivalent attachment which which when strangers come up the kid starts crying and losing his mind and then you have the avoidant attachment when the kid is hiding under the table when they see his parents or or guardians or or strangers or when you see uh the kid being apprehensive or seeming confused that's the disordered attachment all of these things stem from 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 the relationships that we had growing up as a child and and it, and it has made us or or caused us to be or put us in a position to to self-sabotage whether consciously or unconsciously man the difficulties in relationships you know when you're when your ex has constantly put you down so now you're 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 feeling super vulnerable so now all you ever do is you you don't believe you're good enough right and so when that guy comes up to you and he's handsome and and and, and he's loving and and he has a good job you tend to say I'm not good enough for him or you're in a relationship and you you mess up that relationship for God knows what reason because you're just your your ex used to put you down so much so you don't feel worthy enough. So now going forward, you ruin everything. You self-sabotage. You are afraid to be great. What happened to advocating for yourself? And I don't mean just defending yourself whenever people speak um, ill towards you or when people come to attack your 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 name your accomplishments everything that you are not just defending yourself but but affirming yourself supporting yourself you got to be able to stand 10 toes and, and and say that hey i am smart i am beautiful i am capable how about that you know and, and because we struggle in, in, in the area of of, of self-esteem notice it's called self-esteem it's how you feel about you because we struggle with how we see ourselves how we feel about ourselves it's super hard to 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 be on 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 your own team and want you to win that's 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 crazy i don't want to see myself hold up a trophy where they do that at? So, so I want to speak to this idea of whose team are you on? Whose team are you on? We need to get away from the the hypotheticals. Is, is that okay? Let's let's lay off the if I and when I. How about I'm about to. Today, I will start. You see, humans are creatures of habit. You're not about to wake up and just consistently start doing things. I mean, you can create a new normal. Don't get me wrong, but it takes 21 days to make a habit or to stop a habit. If we have to stop saying, hey. If I get this job, when I get this job, I'm going to start budgeting. What? Why would you wait to start budgeting? Why not now? 
Why would you wait to start dieting? Why not now? The if I's and when I's, that's, that's just prolonging. That's procrastinating. Because think about it. That job may never come. That moment may never come. So guess what? You just gave yourself an excuse to never get it done. You gave yourself, ex gave yourself an excuse if you happen to fail. Failure is inevitable. It happens to us all. We're not all successful at everything and every venture we go into. I used to always tell, t tell this to my friends, <clears throat> my younger, my younger friends, you know, the, the underclassmen who liked the young lady and got his heart broke, or maybe he was, he was shooting more than two points up on the, the, the 10 point scale. You know, I'm pretty sure you all heard it before, right? So if, if you're a, if you're a nine and, and you like a girl that is, uh, <clears throat> If if you're a nine and uh, and a girl is, let's let's bring it down. Let's say you're a six and a girl is a nine. You shouldn't shoot more than two points up, right? Unless you're rich, is what what's what they tell you. Now, ideally, okay, cool. I guess that works. Let's just say you you actually got the girl. Things go left, right? Now you're starting to say, I, I don't want any pretty girls anymore. I, I, I don't want anybody I think is, is, above, is above me two points or whatever the case may be, right? Seems ridiculous. But you got to understand, you wouldn't play the game if you knew you could win all the time. Some do. Some do, but there's no true fulfillment in it. And to be honest with you, it's it's very telling and I, I used to always tell these young guys like listen just be you know every time you play basketball for example if you won every time at what point do you learn if every relationship you had was successful that wouldn't even make any sense because if, if the relationship was successful why would y'all break up you know what I mean we go through these things to learn don't 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 rob yourself of an opportunity to learn something. Don't don't mistake mistakes for not being rooms for you to grow. <sighs> we have to be open to losing. Open to being in a relationship and if it don't work out it don't work out you know let the chips fall where they may it happens but have confidence that if you like her she likes you boom it is what it is it, you know it's not everybody's not big on looks everybody's not looking for money everybody's not looking for bodies some people just love the peace you bring to them sometimes that's enough and, and if you have that for them, then that's okay. Be okay in that. Have confidence in that. Okay, I make her laugh. I'm, I'm aspiring to do this. I'm trying today to make a better tomorrow. Um, and she's okay with that. Okay, cool. But I believe in me. Because 
if 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 happiness is contingent on somebody else, then when they leave, you're back to square one again. You know what I mean? You can't allow happiness, success, and all of these things to be contingent on somebody else. Because then that becomes manipulation. Now people can be now people are able to push and pull you in directions that they want to to their benefit because they now know. Are you tracking with me? You don't have to operate in the ifs and when I's. You see, the biggest misconception is people think that they have to get the position to operate in the role. Truth is, normally we act in the role and then the position comes. You know why I'm giving it out for free? Normally, we act in the position and then the role comes. But you'll pick this up down the road somewhere. You see, Chauncey Billups used to always say, if I stay ready, I never have to get ready. If I'm already walking in it. What do you mean by that? So he was talking in terms of basketball. He's saying that he work out, he's prepping, his, his game is always tight, that when the opportunity comes, I'm already ready to go. We're always saying, hey, man, when that when the moment comes, then I'll I'll meet the moment and, 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 and I'll prep for it. What? By then it's too late. By then it is too late. Most of the time, think about this. At your job, let's say, for example, you're working in retail. You begin to consider somebody to be in management Long before they had the title of manager, this particular individual was, was already acting like that of a manager. They're delegating, taking initiative, they're punctual, they're being responsible, being respectful, they're team building, they're aiding the team, they're assisting in areas that you need them to, they're staying late, they're doing things that are outside of um, their realm of responsibility, they're going beyond the call of duty. So now that they've already been doing it, all you have to do as the person above them in leadership is just groom them to do the job correctly or to do it in a different facet. All right, cool. You've already been delegating, right? You've been telling them to do this and to do that and to do this. You've been, you've been checking off, checking all the boxes, right? All of the order of operations. Cool. Now I'm going to make you an assistant manager. So this is what the company wants us to do per se. This is the game plan. So this, at the end of the night, this is the closing checklist. So instead of just having them do the little things that to you, you know, based on the limited knowledge that you have in the position that you're in, you've been making them do X, Y, and Z. Now this is what the company expects of you in this position. You see, because you were already working and operating in that position, I can now put you in that position. And you'll thrive because it's not totally new for you. Notice when we tend to promote somebody who's never thought about or tried to operate in a in, in set position and we're just doing it because we need to fill a position, it's super uncomfortable for them. They've never delegated. They've never 
They've never um, trained. They've never tried to influence. They've never tried to lead. And so when you tell them to do so, they tend to fall into likership versus leadership. What do you mean by that? So normally what happens is nobody wants to be the bad guy. This is good cop versus bad cop. Nobody wants to be the bad cop. So normally in leadership at jobs, you have the one manager who everybody loves so much because he lets them get away with murder. They never have to do anything that they're required to or they're supposed to do, which is why they get their date, which is why they get their hourly wage or or their salary. But because you want to be liked by them, you want to be the cool boss. Now, nothing gets done because typically and I, and I want to say the majority of the time, because I, I just in my personal experience and I've been managing for over seven years, most of the time, most managers that people love, they do the least amount of work for. Why? Because we form so much of a relationship when I'm wrong or I don't do as much as I should. You're not really going to get on my case. Only a select few individuals who on a personal level, hold themselves accountable, you know, whose team are you on? Those who hold themselves individually accountable when they're slipping and, and it's some a boss that they really, really like, they really start to pull it together out of the respect that they have, not only for their boss, but for themselves. Because in everything that they do, they have the integrity and they have the the, the work ethic and the know-how to do what they're supposed to do regardless. These people have what we call integrity. Integrity is when you do what you're supposed to do, even when nobody's looking. So even though this is the uh, this is the 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 the, the and versus the, the the leadership portion you like this boss so much, you're going to do your best to make them happy. Now, the leadership portion, meaning the influential one, right? Sometimes he has to have those uncomfortable conversations with you and you get upset because he's telling you to do things that is well within your responsibility, well within your roles. You're mad because you're no, no longer to, to have you're no longer able to have fun in the way that you want to have fun. You're still able to have fun within the parameters of the rules set by the company, but because you're not able to do the things like, you know, run around and and, and play fight and horse play on, on the sales floor and do all and eat a bag of chips, you know, and just throw it back on on, on the on, on the on the display and, and laugh about it and because this person is holding you accountable you don't you don't like that now you you can't get down with this boss this boss uh-uh can't do nothing with this guy right so now he's been promoted to that position because he was already holding you accountable long before he got the title which is why i always love when people say man he think he the boss he ain't the boss of me and this person is just doing the best that they possibly can to make sure that the business is running seamlessly. And so even though this particular person has been in this position or just got hired, right? That's my favorite. They just got hired. And the veterans who've been there for a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, they, they've plateaued. They're not getting any better whatsoever. They're not being offered the positions to, to be promoted or to get a raise, but then this new person comes in, guns blazing, have bought in, 
earned trust and is leading accordingly. It's, it's asked to be promoted within the first three weeks, the first month, the first five months, the first year. Not everybody's upset. Well, this person, this person, this particular individual was already walking in the position long before I even thought about giving it to him. This is a courtesy. This is a courtesy to them. So instead of being upset, you should take a step back and see what they did differently that you didn't do, that you haven't paid attention to. You've been here for, for five years, and this person got a raise in five months, five days. They're getting more hours than you. I'll go even further. I believe I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Muhammad Ali. He believed he was the greatest before he became the greatest. He was already saying it. He literally said it in the interview. I knew I, I told y'all I was the greatest before I ever became the greatest. Mike Tyson said on his podcast with him and him and Holyfield, they asked him, hey man, um, when did you know? That you, you would one day become the, the, the heavyweight champion. And he said, uh, teen years. He said he stood in the mirror and he held his, held his, held his, his, his knuckles up to the, he held, he held his fist up to the, to the mirror as he looked at himself and he was proclaiming, you know, this is, this is affirmation, right? For some, fun, for some of you guys, this is affirmation. He was saying, I'm, he said, uh, Holyfield. Heavyweight champion of the world. And he said his mom used to always call him that. And it was this was teenage years. He don't even know if he's ever going to become a professional boxer. Then they asked Mike Tyson the same question in an interview. And he said, you have to be him before you become him. You have to walk in the image before you ever walk in the shoes. You know, I don't give it out for free. I'm t Listen, that's, that's, that's another one. You have to walk in the image before you ever walk in the shoes. You have to walk in the image long before you walk in the shoes. We often want to be successful. And, and, and we watch videos and movies and we laugh at the guy who was dressed like a millionaire going into all of these business meetings trying to sell something in order to... Um, promote his business in order to catapult himself into a different arena in life and he's faking it till he make it until he make it and then once he make it instead of going in debt trying to look like it he now has it and he really looks like it <laughs> but he was already believing he was already his number one fan he was already his number one supporter. He was always believing that he can do it. Now some of us. Can can take this message and go the wrong way with it now. Don't sell something that's only going to be in stock for a limited time. Now what I mean by that is some of us. It's. You 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 go to an interview, and a lot of, a lot of us have done this before. In an interview, 
when you're at an interview, you're pretty much selling yourself. That sounds weird, but you're selling your capabilities, your your potentials, your skill sets, what you offer to this business, right? And some of us have become so good at um, being con artists. Some of us have become so good at being very bad car salesmen that we promote ourselves as BMW, but really, we're lemons. And so people hire us, and we're there, and we talk about, hey, hey, I'm going to be on time every day. I'll be here early. I'll stay late if you need me. And then as soon as we get the job, a weekend calling in. I'm going to be late. Hey, can I have Saturday off? Can I have an advancement on my next paycheck? Hey, when can I be promoted? We're asking all of the questions but doing none of the work. Or my favorite, the first month, honeymoon stage, coming in early, staying late, meeting all of the company standards, doing everything imaginable to seem like I'm the next best thing since sliced cheese, right? And then after I get comfortable, once you get comfortable, that's why I call it the honeymoon stage. Once you get comfortable and the veil is off and the makeup is no longer there, you start showing up late again, calling in, don't want to help nobody, no longer meeting company standards, complaining about pay. You think you need a raise. We all think we, we need a raise. If I took a a, 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 a poll right now, Nobody would say that they make what they think they deserve for what they do. But if I also took a survey or if I went to your job and took a good percentage of us, um, yeah, a survey or or if if I was to monitor your work and what you do, a great percentage of us would have a not meet meaning we don't meet company standard we're not excelling we're not working as hard as we say we are my college coaches always say you know as human beings we all have a an inflated perception of ourselves and that really struck me because at every at every corner my 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 college coach was trying to humble me and i appreciated it because it, it kept me even kill you know two years mvp back to back but he was reminding me hey but you don't shoot threes you guys are losing and your shot is ugly it kept me grounded and it was like, as, as good as you think you are, you could always be better. I think you're one of the best kids I've ever coached before, but I think you could be an even better leader. By yourself, you're not a Kobe. You're not a Tracy. You're not a LeBron. But you could always be better. So some would say in a sensitive time like now that my, my, my coach was being insensitive, being mean, being a bully. 
But in reality, to me, he was reminding me that, hey, as good as you think you are, you still need a team to win. Don't ever think that these stats have elevated you to a point where you can do whatever you want. And I and I and I'm forever in his debt for that. So again, don't sell something that's only gonna be in stock for a limited time. If you know that when these people hire you, that you can't sustain what they what they need of you, it's time to take an inventory check. And it's time to fix some things. Because it's super easy to get a good position, but super hard to maintain. People are getting fired left and right. We're 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 in a time where where companies are dropping standards in order to give us good opportunities, but we're failing at a high rate because we're selling ourselves. We we become really good at selling ourselves, only for us to drive off the lot. In the car not work anymore. You see. Some people only see three steps in front of them. Instead of planning for the mile ahead. Get it while I don't give it out for free. It's super easy. To see just the three steps in front of you. Instead of planning for the mile ahead. I can see the first three steps. I know what's coming. I don't know that there's an accident around the corner a mile from here. So when I have forethought, I'm thinking about the options. See, when you are truly on your own team, you're thinking about multiple ways to make sure that you're successful. You're thinking about how if things go left, and don't get me wrong, I'm not telling you to to. Bank on things going left. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm a realist. And so it's super hard for me to engage in something, but not think about all of the pros and cons. Yeah, I can I can move to Minnesota and take a job. All right, cool. And I can spend all my money every check that I get. All right, cool. But if I happen to lose this job, God forbid, how am I going to pay my bills? Right. All right, cool. If I go out there, I have to be tight on my budget and I have to keep my options open. I have to stay on top of my game, be the best that I possibly can be. Because if so, because if not, if things go left, nothing's guaranteed in this world besides what they say, death and taxes. I'm not trying to be one of those people. Lack of discipline is the reasoning for delayed success. That's another one. Get it while I'm giving it out for free. Lack of discipline, of self-discipline, is a reasoning for delayed, delayed success. When you don't have self-discipline, it becomes uber hard to get this goal that you have right now. Why would this boss... Give it to you when you can't get the work on time, when you're arguing with his leadership, questioning him, even though you're wrong. You know, because we've become so opinion based and social media has created such a, a, a 
an atmosphere that we have an opinion about everything. We've become so opinionated that we forget that the people who sign your check aren't paying you to tell you how to run their business. If you're that business savvy, run your own, open up your own place. I'm not saying that you can't give suggestions. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you can't do your job, don't tell me how to do mine. If you struggle with doing the little things, you'll drown trying to handle the more complicated of things. And the reason why you're not as successful as you thought you ought to be at this age is probably deep down in the crevices somewhere because of a lack of self-discipline. Yeah, there's your one-offs of um, opportunity not being there for you. Uh, somebody got it because they, they their family knew this person or uh, r- right person, wrong timing. There's your one-offs on things like that. That I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But I, what I'm saying is for the bulk of us, we haven't become successful in certain areas. Our weight weight losing challenge, um, our budgeting situation, our buying a new car, paying off our debt, because we haven't been we, we haven't figured out how to stop ourselves from having the things we shouldn't have in order to get what we need and what we sh- what we can have. And we start complaining about what we can't have and verse versus getting all that we can have. Whose team are you on? You mean to tell me that me denying myself of this for five months can get me that? I've been dying to have this. But because I won't let this go over here, I'll never see this until I mature or something happens that forces me. It's like a person who, 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 right? And I hate to keep bringing up weight, but it's like the simplest thing you can look at, right? I'm I'm dying to lose weight. And I really want to do it. And I just can't seem to shake buying fast food. I don't want to cook at home. I don't want to be healthy or none of that. But then I have a heart attack. And now Doc is telling me, hey, if you don't watch it, the next time may not be something that I can revive you from. The next time we might be you might, be, you might be pushing up daisies, my friend. Whose team are you on? The secret of success is found in your daily routine. We become what we repeatedly do. We become what we repeatedly do. The early bird gets the worm. I get up super early every day. I've been doing this since I was a kid. Now, what led to that was I was the youngest of five kids. And my siblings all loved to watch TV, all loved to play the video game. So that meant that I had to get up earlier than them and get the remote and play the game. Because if not, once they get it, it's over. It's over. We become what we, what we repeatedly do because of me setting this daily habit of getting up early in the morning. 
I was getting up early in the morning and going to the park. I created this own I created this little obstacle course. Right? It was kinda like the 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 NBA skills challenge. And I had a weight vest and I had jump soles. I was trying to increase my vertical leap and increase my speed. I'm doing these things every morning, every morning, every morning. Getting, you know, me and my JV coach didn't get along, but I'm putting this work in. I'm putting this work in. You know, I get to Homestead Senior High. I never forget tryouts. Cooking. El fuego. It it was so it was so interesting and so exciting that my friends bring it up as if it was like an NBA game. Because it was so intense. I had trained so hard. I had denied myself of certain things. I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't playing pickup as much anymore. I started, like, um, secluding myself to just individual workouts and doing different things and working on different things. And I'm on I'm on YouTube looking up different drills, watching Kobe workouts, watching NBA fundamental videos. I'm watching Jordan. I'm trying to really pick his brain. I'm denying myself going out to parties and all that to, to, to sleep in when we had uh, 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 tournaments and all of these different things. Why? Because I want it to be great. That I make it to the NBA, no. But I've experienced success on the levels that I've played on because I denied myself of something in order to obtain something. It was in my daily routine. I eat, live, and slept basketball. It's the reason why a kid's aspiration doesn't surprise me. But his or her work ethic will. I've said this a million times. Everybody wants to be successful. Nobody wants to sweat. You have to say no to the desires that ultimately keep you from being great, that prolong the success, that are futile, and focus on a task at hand. You have to bet on you. Give yourself expectations and not excuses the if i's and when i's those are excuses not expectations and be ready to make it make adjustments make adjustments if you happen to get the job and it's not what you thought it was going to be but you still want to get to the, the, the the top of this thing all right cool instead of making it in 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 a year to this position, it might be a year and a half. I'm going to make adjustments, but I'm not going to give myself an excuse to say, all right, I've been in this position for two years because of this manager changed. No, they gave me a different manager. I still want this job, though. You got to learn how to be your own self-coach. And great coaches know how to switch things up when adversity strikes in a blink of an eye. That's what really defines a really good coach I remember watching my I remember um watching as we were playing in college and towards the end of my my sophomore year my coach started figuring out different strategies 
to work against better teams. Teams that we shouldn't even, teams we were being beat by 30 by. We lost to this one particular team by 15, and the, and the coach was frazzled because he was used to running gun. And what we did, we brought the brought the ball down and we slowed it up. It was a shot clock, so we didn't we didn't attack until it was ten to eight seconds left on the shot clock. He made adjustments. He made adjustments. Mike Tyson said, "Everybody comes into a game with a game plan until they get hit. Once you get hit, it changes everything." It changes everything. You have to be able to make adjustments. Such is life. Nothing as planned goes as planned. Always. But I tell you what, though. Because you didn't want to budget, you lost it all. You didn't know how to make the proper adjustments, right? You 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 sometimes go through experiences, hardships, failures, uh, uh, bad car loans, work contracts, and all of that just to learn, man. It happens. I'll tell you a story. I watched the dude get a great job, right, and. He would always say, man, when I get this money, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do this. Me, personally, I'm not in, in the position that he was in, per se. I've been blessed to have a stable job, but the kind of money he was bringing in, whew, nice, right? But he had a history of always losing good jobs. The thing about it is he doesn't take accountability for anything right very rare very rarely does he sit back and say hey man maybe i should have did this differently seldomly he he always look at it as though people are out to get him um he he's been um he he's never gotten a fair shake or whatever the case may be right so three jobs in he's now at a position where he's making a I want to say close to six figures. This young man is really getting to the bag. So me being somebody that knows him, right? And they say that the greatest indication of tomorrow is to look at yesterday. So I tell him, hey, man, you know, I think it would be best if you begin to start uh, budgeting or putting money to the side because you never know what might happen or any day may come situation may come where you might have to move or life happens man you just want you just want to be careful right he says all right all right and 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 me knowing him he wasn't listening to a word i was saying i want to say a year and some change goes by and something happened and he loses this great job now because he failed to prepare, failure was imminent. So now there's there's rent, there's car note, there's subscriptions, there's jewelry, there's all of these different things that 
this individual had bought and had paid for, which nothing wrong with it. Live your life, you know, enjoy your enjoy your 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 earnings for sure. But because he wasn't being practical and he didn't have forethought and he didn't take self inventory on his habits, he has a habit of overspending. He has a habit of not being very self disciplined, and he has a habit of having a big heart. It, it, it makes no sense to say something like that, right? But sometimes we can, as my old pastor would say, we can be nicer than Jesus. And and by that, I mean, sometimes you, 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 you give and you give and you give when your well is completely dry. And so sometimes he would give when he didn't have it to give and it put him in a tight spot because he didn't know how to say no, right? But he was supposed to Safe is burning his own burning building before he saves somebody else's. So now ultimately, not to say that he's not gonna get blessed, because I believe this young man, as much as he's he's experienced failure and lost a lot of good jobs, he's been able to get good jobs. So there's no worry in that department because he'll get another one again. And I'm gonna always believe that he's gonna get another one again. But these moments happen because he has to learn something that he hasn't that hasn't quite clicked yet. I'm a firm believer that life will send you through the same course over and over and over again until you get it right. And so until he get it right, I believe he's going to keep running into this same scenario where he'll make more money and make more money and make more money and make more money until he figure out what he's supposed to do with it the right way. But I do also believe that if we don't take advantage of the favor that we have, and the blessings that we had, that we can lose them. Sometimes we do lose them. And when we do lose them, what do we always do? Complain and we have regret. Remember, new uniforms don't change the game play. New ideas, renewed focus, and intentionality. I can throw on a new uniform. It's not going to change the way I play this game called life. I have to make adjustments. If I'm on my team and I always want what's best for me, I have to be able to make adjustments. Insecurities kill success long before fear ever will. You can't be insecure. Granted, we're human, so it happens. But you got to believe in you. Know that you can do it. Life happens. We can't pick our childhoods. We can't pick our family. We can't pick our situation. But we can learn from them and we can grow from it. Don't be insecure. Be strong. Be cognitive. Observe the situation. Make the most out of the situation. Sometimes our thoughts are backed by so much insecurity that it creates lies that we begin to believe. You're so insecure. You're so frazzled by how you see yourself and what you think of yourself that it keeps you from being great. It stops you from excelling at a high level. We're not here for that. Whose team are you on?
You can do this. You have to do this. Destiny is waiting on you. And you, my friend, cannot be late. Have a good day.